everybody, and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends, as we run down the whole season episode by episode. You join us in a dreek and gloomy day in New York today. The rain's pouring down. You might be able to hear outside the window. I'm Michael. I'm joined by Poindexter herself, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. It's raining cats and dogs out there. Sure is. Nice weather. For, for ducks. ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. We didn't even plan that. We really We just didn't. knew the joke. You were breaking the fourth wall, Elizabeth. The show is, of course, carefully scripted from start to finish. Yes, of course. We are now moving on to the part where I ask you how you are. How oh. are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing okay. You might be able to hear, but I'm losing my voice. Why are you losing your voice? I've been yelling at people for the last three days. What kind of people? Just small people. Like little people? Like little people. Little human beings. Like children? Generally children. Some teenagers. Just... Ugh, they probably know. deserved it. And some adults. But yeah. I'm also making more of an effort to speak in a Scottish accent, since people have called me out. Because my accent's weird. I still don't even hear any accent. It's somewhere in between. That that I sort of heard it. Come on, man. It's not a pal. We're here talking about friends, eh? You sound like a lad. Get up, yeah. Gina, you loud, eh? No one's going to be able to understand you because I don't even know what you're saying. I'm saying right next to you. All right, fine. We've just finished watching season three, episode eight. We're balls deep in season three, Elizabeth. We sure are. How does it feel? It's disappointing. How them season three balls feel? They they feel they feel angry. Really? They're angry balls. Why? Because this season's been so disappointing. Has it? Yes. Why? It's just there. Season two was just so good, and this is just like, it's like they're waiting for the moment to actually start to get into it. Oh well, they're about to get into it. I'm telling you, okay. we had one of the best episodes of the entire run, though. The one with where no one's ready. It was, that was great. A good one. It was but, a great yeah, that episode. Was a standalone episode that was by itself. The one with the Princess Leia fantasy that was good. I we, mean, no, the rest has let me down, man. We met Frank Junior. There was Jam. What are you talking about, man? This has been a great, great season. Classic season. Nah, season two is doing it for me. So anyway, the one we're getting into today is the one with the giant poking device. An episode very near and dear to my heart. If you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, Joey. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it in just a minute, but would you like an Ask Elizabeth question? I sure would. All right. I can't sing the song, so you're going to have to sing the oh. song. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Good. Today's question comes from Frank Sos on Twitter. He asks, in today's episode, Phoebe has a... Strange superstition where when she visits the dentist, somebody dies. Elizabeth, do you have any strange superstitions? Superstitions or superstitions? Ah, whatever, man. It's cool. Yes, I guess I do. Tell us about them, won't you? Well, when I was playing softball in my day, Mm -hmm. especially in a tournament, if we were winning, like, so if I had two games in one day and then the next, whatever... I'd be gross, and I would not wash anything, because... When you say wash anything... Like your socks, and your your jersey, and like everything. Yourself? 
Oh, yeah, no, I would wash myself. I see. But not my clothing. That it's wearing. important to clarify. And then, like, my hairstyle would be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I would have to, if I was chewing gum when I would first went up at bat, I would have to chew gum. And, like, I would have to Big keep everything chew? the same. Big League Chew, classic. No, that was more Little League. I moved on to, like, Double Bubble. Oh, I'm very sorry. Double Bubble. You know Wait, those? you're telling me Big League Chew is designed for Little League? Yeah. That can't be right. Well, they sell it at, like, Little League fields and whatnot because it's bubble gum and it's supposed to be like you know chewing tobacco i'm asking you questions and nodding and smiling as if i know what you're talking about but you you're speaking gobbledygook to me right now this is a a sport you're talking about i'm assuming a sport of some such softball softball yes and this is a is it like foosball is it like squash no it's baseball but for girls it is girls baseball guys don't play softball they do slow pitch and they do like leagues, but it's not like a. But there's no guy team. softball league. No, there is if you do like a rec team or if you want to just like join a league for when you're. What is a rec team? <laughs> like a recreational team. So people after work would go and they join a team and they would play a couple nights a week just for something to do. Okay. Can girls play bases ball? No. No. Why? What's the difference? Um. The. The size of the ball is different. Yeah, right. So why the, why do you need a bigger ball? Isn't that a bit insulting? Like the how, amount of space between the bases is shorter. Is shorter in softball. Run as far as men. There's just different rules. You cannot slap hit in baseball. Wooden bats versus okay. metal bats. So I'm assuming softball, you use something about the size and weight of a beach ball. No, my no. God, it's like a grapefruit, a little you, smaller than a grapefruit. And instead of a bat, you use a couch cushion. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere, Michael. No, all right. There's just a little bit of different rules. Okay. Like drop third strike is not a thing in baseball. What is drop third? St- what? <laughs> Should we really get into this? I suppose not. Okay. It's not terribly interesting, I guess. Well, but... maybe someone out there will understand what I'm talking about. Any softball players out there? Oh, yeah. Do you have any grown-up superstitions that might be interesting to non-sports fans? Um, Which is, FYI, everybody that listens to podcasts. <laughs> yes, for when I'm in a, in a show. Okay. So Joey oh, and I... More some, Secrets of the Theater Joey from and Elizabeth. I have something in common. Uh, yes, so, again, if something worked the night before, I make sure to recreate everything exactly as I did it. I put my costume on the same exact time. I will put chapstick on in the same place I did it the night before in hopes mm-hmm. that it, I would take a sip of water in the same time. Everything, I just recreate the same as to not mess anything up. And a, a, a tip for, for people, a little bit of inside knowledge behind Elizabeth. When she says she gets ready and she gets dressed, you know, the, there's the expression, you know, they, they put their pants on one leg at a time. Elizabeth has perfected a method in which she holds, like, the elastic of her pants and jumps into the legs. So she actually puts on her pants two legs at the same time. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's unbelievable. I'm really an anomaly. Yeah, it's quite something. Like, I, how you don't hurt yourself is um, beyond me. <laughs> I like how all my pants have elastic in them. That's really that's really what you do. You just have elastic pants. You like to be comfortable. I love to be comfortable. I, who doesn't? You should who, really who, try. Like literally, who doesn't like to be comfortable? Have you ever met someone that's like, ah, I'm a little bit too comfortable right now. This is, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sporting the ultra comfort look right now. Yeah. If all of you could see me, you'd be envious. First of my cozy. beauty, second of my outfit. Mm-hmm. And third of your friend's critiques. 
Absolutely. Let's get into it, man. Sh- shall we? That was a good question. I think we got sidetracked, but it was a good question nonetheless. Yes. Thank you, sir. Or good. ma'am. Who is that? Frank Souza. Thank you, sir. Yes, thank you. Well, let's not assume. Let's not assume. Thank you, human. The episode in question, the one with the giant poking device, first aired November 14th, 1996. Coming to the end of 1996. We're coming up to Thanksgiving as well. Oh, and they usually have some good Thanksgiving ones, right? Well, so I say. They forgot, oh. they forgot all about it last year. <laughs> Will they do something this year? Nobody Let's, knows. Yep, nobody you. knows. No, literally nobody knows. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. So that's our next episode is the Thanksgiving one? Well, if they're if they're going to stick to that tradition, then yes. Okay. The question is, Elizabeth, though, what, what, what do you think we're talking about in terms of ratings? Oh, yeah. What were we at last week? I can't remember. I didn't write it down. So that way you can't play? Yeah, we're both going to guess, but we we just don't know if it's higher or lower. Oh, okay, sure. We're, we're guessing against each other. So I'm winning right now. I, I won one nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was it last week? I don't know. I didn't write it down. Well, what? How are you going to check? I'm going to check. Okay, so we just blindly guess. Well, we know it's going to be somewhere between like 23 and 30 million. Right. That's such a nice... We're in the same small... boat. What does it matter? Fine, you like, go first. Oh, I'll go first if you want. I will go with... I'll say 24... 24.3 million. I'll say 25.1. 25.1. I should probably write these down. What did I say? 24.3. And you said 25.1. Mm-hmm. Actual viewing figure, 28.7. What the fuck? I'm writing that down so I can remember Elizabeth is the winner because she's great. All right, that's one all. Yeah, if I'd known last week, it was 27.4. All right. Good. Well, put that away before we see the... Oh, I wouldn't cheat. I would never. I would inadvertently cheat Hmm. the episode opens Rachel's made brownies for everybody good for her they looked good did they? I wasn't paying attention I I just really wanted a brownie at the time Mm. so it looked extra good do you still want a brownie? yeah yeah bring us brownies people she's made brownies Phoebe takes a bite of one her tooth's hurting she needs to go to the dentist Ross very helpfully is like, oh, you should go see the dentist. You're like, oh, really? Is that what you do when your teeth hurt, Ross? Thanks. Thanks a lot. Didn't realize that. He needed something to do this uh, episode. Well, yeah, he had stuff going on. Yeah. Phoebe doesn't want to go to the dentist. As mentioned before, um, whenever she she believes whenever she goes to the dentist, somebody she knows dies. Well, she doesn't believe it. It actually happened. She said... Three times now she's been sitting in the chair and someone has died as she's sitting there. Okay, so she's what? Been to the dentist three times in her life? No, maybe it's just her adult life she means. Well, her aunt died. Her mailman died. I don't even know how you would keep track if your mailman died. Like, I literally... We we, we could have gone through 50 mailmen by now and I wouldn't have noticed. How rude. You don't take... I don't know. Take note to your, your kind delivery person. I know there was one guy that yelled at you because our neighbor wasn't emptying out his mailbox. Yeah, like it's my fault. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if you don't empty... If you don't let him know to empty this out. I'm just going to stop delivering the mail. Okay, sir. <laughs> like, he came to the door and rang the bell in order to tell me that our neighbor needs to empty their mailbox. I booked my dentist appointment the very next day. <laughs> and also some cowboy she used to know called Albino Bob. Naturally. What a fascinating life Phoebe leads. I know. She's so cool. Three times in her life. You think you, you she could have worked in her mom's suicide into that as well, just to really add some 
stakes to things. But anyway. Oh, yikes. That just got dark. I guess. So she doesn't want to go because she's afraid someone will die. And yeah, they're, presumably somebody said something funny and then the, the Rembrandt's music hits. During the credits, you were enjoying Monica's eyes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, like for her part. She just has like this one where she's just staring there looking at someone like wide-eyed and kind of like, what the hell? And I've noticed it before, but I really looked at it today and it made me laugh. Okay. Is it on a par with her sticking her butt in the fridge? Oh, it's better. It's better? Yeah. I like, I like her putting her butt in the fridge. Oh. It must be very satisfying. Why don't you go try it? It's not a hot day. It's not hot in here right now. <laughs> I'll save it for a hot day. All right. Um, we've been talking this season about their, their fountain frolicking. Well, fun fact about the fountain frolicking, you know, we've talked about like going on an adventure and trying to find the fountain. Mm-hmm. Our, our friend Greg from Movie Men Reviews at Movie Men Understroke, he's been in touch with oh, yeah? some fountain information. Oh, nice. It's not in New York. <gasps> Get out of here, Greg. Uh, Greggles, where is it? The fountain is actually in California on the Warner Brothers Ranch in Burbank. Dude, that's fascinating. So I have booked our plane tickets and we depart in the morn. Wow, that's really cool nugget of info. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Greggles. I'm assuming it's true. I have done no research to... I think talk. he's right. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate his tidbits. I think the lesson we can take from this is you can tweet us with any piece of information <laughs> and we will read it out on the podcast without, blindly yep we'll just take your word for it we're all friends here you can just tweet us and tell us shit and we'll we'll take it as the truth no but he's great yeah he's good he's probably 100 percent accurate i have no reason to distrust him yeah the episode opens with gunther continuing his um his character arc that was opened up just in the last episode where he's in love with rachel and by extension, hating Ross. Oh yeah, that's still a thing. They're just yeah. gonna keep going with that, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. This is his thing now. Mm. He was he was sporting a very beautiful golden retriever tie of some sort. He's just a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man with beautiful clothes and ugly thoughts towards Ross. Yeah, oh. well, he's stealing his girl. Do you think Gunther could be driven to murder? Do you think his love and passion for Rachel? Totally. You're nodding your head. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I hope not. Everyone else hopes so. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So, anyway, yeah, Ross, like, asks for a napkin, and Gunther's just kind of like, oh, you just want everything, don't you? And (laughs) there we go. Phoebe is very reluctant to go to the dentist, but people are trying to convince her. Yeah, she's having pain. Mm -hmm. It's just going to get worse unless you go. Maybe. Spend $3 million to get someone looking at your teeth in the she US? You just do what I do when my teeth start to hurt. What? Start flossing again for two weeks, and then when it starts feeling better, stop again. Why don't you just floss, and then it won't oh, hurt? It's just so much effort. You know you totally have cavities. Yeah. I have Schrodinger's cavities. What's Until, that? It, you know Schrodinger's cat? No. Okay, it's the theory that you have a cat in a box, right? You put a cat in a box. Is it okay? Well, that that's exactly it. <laughs> You've got a cat in a box, and if you don't open the box to check on it, that cat is both alive and dead at the same time. Simultaneously. Because there's no way of knowing. So I have Schrodinger's cavities. If I don't go to the dentist, I both have cavities and don't have cavities. So it's completely fine. Yeah, but you're going to need dentures at age 40, and you'll be sad about that. Give a hell of a (laughs) blowjob. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
So anyway, yeah, so she's reluctant, but people do convince her. She's like, fine, but, you know, if you guys die, it's your fault. Right. Joey and Monica come into Central Park. It's kind of a continuation from our previous episode. They're all uh, flustered because they've just been to Mattress King and seen Janice doing a kiss on her ex-husband. Right. Joey is in a bit of a dilemma on whether to tell his best friend that his girl's having an affair. Yeah. It's very much like that movie, The Dilemma, starring Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Sounds awful. It really was. <laughs> really, really was. What is he? He doesn't know what to do. No, because Chandler's saying, oh, let's go to this jewelry store. These pearls look really beautiful. Maybe Janice mm-hmm. would like them. Her birthday's coming up. And it basically took Chandler about to make a really large purchase in order for Joey to be like, no, 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 please. Okay, um, how do I say this? But... I saw her kissing her ex. And Chandler was mad. He's like, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You know how people do that? They don't denial. want to hear something. He was yeah. in denial. What would you do? I felt sad. What would you do? I would tell my friend. What if it was your friend that was doing the dirty and you liked the, liked the person they were dating? I would tell them. You would? Yeah, I don't think that's Whoa. right. What if it was like your best friend and they were dating someone that you... Yeah. Well, are they married or are they dating? They're dating. And I don't really like that person. You, you, you're not thrilled by them, but they're fine. I don't think I'd tell them right away, but I would tell them. Whoa. Some friend you are. I was put in that moment at that exact time. It's more than fate. I was supposed to see it. So I was supposed to help my oh, friend. Oh, I see. I would hope someone would do it for me. But you're not helping your friend. Yeah? No. If they're being cheated on? No, your friend is the one doing the cheating. Uh, yeah, obviously you're always going to tell your friend. If I didn't have a good relationship with them, I'm not sure what I would do. Yeah. And I'd probably talk to my friend and be like, look, I saw this. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, I know. So maybe you should come clean or figure out what you want to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fair. Ross has a work emergency. Did I say that weird? You did. Was that your accent coming through? Yeah, my, let's say that. Okay. Whenever I mispronounce a word, it's definitely the accent. It and sounded like you combined work and emergency with work emergency. Work emergency. Work emergency. Where did you put out two G's? A work urgent. A work. An urgent work. Whatever. It's not interesting. <laughs> he has to go into work because some teens crossed out sapien in the word homo sapien. And then they rearrange the models. You can only guess what they rearrange them in positions of. Compromising positions of sorts. He has to go to work, but someone's got to watch Ben. Because apparently he's got Ben today. Although we don't see him anywhere. So he asks Monica and Rachel's like, well, wait, what about me? Why can't I do it? And he's like, oh, of course you can do it, sweetie. Would you trust Rachel with your child if she was your girlfriend? Why are you really thinking about this? Yes. Yes? I'm just thinking of everything I know about Rachel at this point. Yes. I think if she wasn't leaving the house, and like she has basic knowledge, then I'd be fine with fine. them leaving the house as well. It's probably easier to leave the house, like if you take them for a walk for 45 minutes. It's yeah. like easier than just like trying to like stop them from crying in the house. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, he, he does he does trust her anyway. Uh, Rachel is then trying to entertain Ben. 
Ben is apparently bored. I mean, he's just sitting there. Like, I don't know how you could tell if he was entertained by anything. Oh my god, he's so cute. He's so content. He's just sitting he's there. Just, he's a bad actor. He's just not reacting. He does not react. Acting is reacting, and he is not reacting to anything. Who taught you that, Michael? Um, there was a scene in Mulholland Drive where a pervy old man that was going to do a kiss on Naomi Watts was like, hey, acting is just reacting. I'm going to go with it. That's where I learned that. Is that real? Did yeah. you just that up? No, that's where I learned that acting is reacting. Oh. From that pervy old man in Mulholland Drive. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's true, though. It is reacting. Yes. And he is not reacting to anything. Monica's like, oh, you just have to entertain him. I'm going to throw him recklessly in the air. So she does it a few times and then bangs his head on the ceiling. Oh, it's not, it was on the beam. Yes. Yeah. All right. So like, it wasn't like she didn't throw him all the way up to the ceiling. Well, those are high ceilings. She just hit his head against the beam. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very brave. He was okay. Well, I mean, we got caught after it happened, so we don't see the the tears that presumably followed. But Monica's very scared. A little nugget. Monica's trying to cover up. She's like, oh, you need to distract my brother by taking him into the room and doing whatever you do that makes him do that noise. Oh, my you God. Know, don't make that noise in front of his kid, man. Literally everything closed up on oh, me when you said God. that. And when she said it too, it was like a, but the thing, the noise she made was like a, like what is, what, what? I don't know. Let's, I I really, it's a, it's a thread I don't want to pick at too much, Uh, if you don't mind. I don't blame you. They, he has a bump on his head, so they're like, oh God, he's going to notice that. We'll put a hat on him. So they go and get a teddy bear and put the hat, try to put the hat on him. They have to rip the head off the teddy bear. Oh, it's just a, it's a whole. Hasn't he been through enough? It's a whole ordeal. Phoebe's going to go to the dentist. She's worried. She's like, all right, fine, you guys. Just, like, be very careful today. She's like, look both ways crossing the street and all those things. We then get the scene that you described earlier where Joey and Chandler are outside a jewelry store and Chandler's going to buy jewelry and then Joey comes clean. So Chandler is very annoyed and upset. So Chandler confronts Chitara Sorry, not Chitara from Thundercats. It's actually Janice, just in a ludicrous, like, cheetah print bodysuit. What <laughs> are you wearing, Janice? No, 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 Michael, it's not a bodysuit. It's, her Her shoes are black and tan, like cheetah print. Her pants are, are like a flared, tight pant. That's one print. And then her top is a cheetah print as well. But mm-hmm. it's a slightly different print. And then she's wearing a long coat that has, like, cheetah print around it. And then her purse is cheetah print. I think, in my mind, that's how Fran's, Fran Drescher used to dress in, like, the nanny or whatever it was. Well, so I think she has it is. The, the voice a little bit. I wonder well, if I she's, think, like, it's a nod a, to her. I think it's homage or a homage. <laughs> how do you is say it? No. Homage. You say a homage. What did I say? A nod. A nod to. Oh, a nod to. Well, yeah, that's another way of saying it. But it's a homage. 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 Wait, I don't know. You wouldn't pronounce the H, surely, being a homage. An American. No homage. I almost said stupid American, but yeah, you're not a stupid American. Herb and herb. Yeah. Anyway, he confronts her. (laughs) Good thing he's not going big game hunting. (laughs) <laughs> I just got that. That was funny. Good, thanks. Dude, you are smart. I am on fire tonight. He confronts her. She's like, oh, you saw me kissing him in the park. And he's like, no, not in the park, in the mattress store. And she's like, oh, no. 
She starts hyperventilating. He gives her a paper bag. She chews up a receipt. He asks, you know, are you in love with him? And she's like, yes. And she's like, are you in love with me? And she's like, yes. That's my Janice impression. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you have to pick. You have to decide. And then I turned to you and said, Michael, could you be in love with two people at the same time? And I think you can. Say more. Your mother and your wife. Oh my God, I'm repulsed. What do you mean you're... No, no. I mean like romantic sexual love. Not like Hmm. love of your child and your partner. I think you can. I, I do think you can. I think you have to be pretty immoral to put yourself in a position where you would fall in love with two people at the same time because if you're in love with somebody like you have to put in work to fall in love with somebody i think so like you think yeah how so well like i don't believe in love in first sight there's like an attraction and then you explore that Lost attraction. At first sight oh absolutely okay of course but then you know if you explore that and then there's more to it you build on that so I think in order to then fall in love with another person, you kind of have to put yourself in that situation again. And in which case, like, that's unfair to the first person that you're in love with. You know, those polygamous relationships, they got it right. You that think? way you don't even have to choose. Oh, well, yeah. You can literally have, well, not literally, you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have multiple partners and love all of them for mm-hmm. who they are. and Because mm-hmm. who's to say that one person is for you forever? Just one person? Yeah. Maybe there's 20 for everyone, or three. Yeah, but just because there are 20 people doesn't mean you have to be with those 20 people. You should be happy with what you got, I think. (laughs) You should be. If it's love. Anyway, we're getting way deeper. She's got a difficult... Now she is the one with the dilemma to make. Joey has passed on his dilemma. It is now Janice's cross to bear. What will she pick? Well, we'll just have to find out a little bit later on. Phoebe's back from the dentist. She's relieved to see that uh, Rachel and Monica and Ben are all still alive. She then goes on a quest to call everybody she knows to make sure that they're all still alive as well. Monica and Rachel think they've gotten away with uh, the bump on Ben's head. They've dressed him up in a a cute little outfit. It's like a rain hat and a raincoat, like a whaler outfit almost. He looks so cute. He's pretty adorable. Still not reacting to anything, though. Just, nope. He's just... He's just there. They switch out with him with the other twin as soon as the other one's showing emotion. He might just be a creepy, like, animatronic CGI baby, like in the Twilight movies. Oh, God. Why couldn't they have just used a child? I don't understand. What are you talking about? Renezme was adorable. Why couldn't they... I j- why could... I'm sorry. I know we're talking about friends, but why couldn't they have just used an actual kid? I don't know. There's one even worse than that, though, because that's CGI, but the movie American Sniper with Bradley Cooper, there's a scene where, like, he's gone to visit his wife in the hospital and he's holding his baby, and it's like he's just holding a lump of plastic that is baby-shaped. Why don't they just have a baby? Well, well, why indeed? But, like, this is a big-budget film directed by Clint Eastwood, and, like, I'll show you afterwards. It is ridiculous. I wonder if in the Twilight movies they couldn't have an actual baby because one of the characters is supposed to fall in love with it or like imprint on it and they maybe thought it was inappropriate for them to actually fall in love with a real human, like a real thing. I think it was because they wanted to give it like that otherworldly like 
Oh, like really beautiful, like porcelain doll type things. You know, once you're a vampire, you like get like really gorgeous. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a weird little just like no, it was okay. Red splurge. It was, oh no, yeah, I, I thought it was, it was okay, but yeah. it was obvious that it wasn't like an actual little girl. We're so off topic. I'm so, what's wrong with us today? I don't know. Oh god. Anyway, Sorry, everyone. I literally don't even know where we are now. Okay, so they think they've gotten away with it. They've dressed Ben up all nice, but he's but he's starting talking. He's like Monica, Monica Bang. I thought I thought Ben said Monica Bing. You thought it was a tremendous piece of foreshadowing from Ben. I I had no idea. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it said Monica Bing, and I was like, "Come on, Ben." Mm. But Monica bang, and then Rachel and Monica freak out. They're like, "Oh my god!" Right? Um. Oh, we have to show him that it's okay. Like, it, bang! Let's hit our heads off the same pillar that we hit his head on, and yeah, it's okay. Rachel bang too, and Monica like. Yep. Couldn't I don't understand why they couldn't be like, oh yeah, that's what he started saying. Like, we we showed him something, and we were saying bang, 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 and then he said my name. Like, yep. It's easily disguisable. I think they were just worried if he notices the lump on his head as well, they'd put two and two together, but. It's a stretch. Also, yeah. he's fine. So, what difference does it make? Right. Like, well, they're freaking out because this probably never happened to them before, and they don't know that kids do bang their heads, and they're still okay. Anyway, Phoebe has called everybody. She kind of there's a funny moment where she like bursts in on Chandler because he doesn't answer his phone straight away, and she's like, "If someone rings and you're alive, you should answer." But she thinks she's got away <laughs> with it. She thinks everyone's still alive, but then Joy notices old. U-N-G, old ugly naked guy. He's not, he's not moved in a while. Ung. Yeah. Ugly naked yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like, uh, ugly naked guy's not moving. He's been pretty still. Yeah. So, Oof. Phoebe's convinced that she's killed him. Everyone else is like, We should Panic. probably check on him. And it's like, well, we can't call the police. I don't know why they can't call, like, an ambulance. Or I don't know why they can't go around there and knock on his door. Right. I don't know why, yeah. But anyway, they, they, all, you know, five intelligent people in their 30s with college educations all no, decide no, no, that Michael, the best... No, no, Michael, they're in their 20s. Oh, yeah, of course. They decide <laughs> the best way to check on him is to construct a giant poking device out of chopsticks. So Joey is going to get to work on that to try and see if he's okay. Chandler is terribly upset. He's playing darts angrily. He's got strangely terrible technique. For it's darts. weird. He's throwing it like Batman would throw one of his like bat, bat darts or bat bat ranks. It's almost like underhanded, kind of like so- going back to softball. Like if you're playing second, <laughs> and you just like lob the ball quickly to to shortstop, like underhanded but like sidearm, and then the shortstop throws to the first to get double, double play. Okay, you know. It's an awkward positioning. So he's throwing the darts weird. Jerk. Uh, and he, yeah, he's just very upset. Joey is like, look, you're not going to want to hear this, but my advice to you is I think you should bow out. And Chandler's like, what? How can you say that? He's like, well, they have a kid together. And if it was me and there was a chance of my parents being together, I would probably hate the guy that was uh, getting in the way of that. And it's an unpopular opinion, mm. but... He's talking a lot of sense. You agree with him? To an extent. If she genuinely loves her ex-husband as much as she loves Chandler, then yes. But, but can people be like divorced and then 
get back together and well, have I mean, it last. Well, I mean, she's going to have to forgive him for his indiscretions. He had, uh, he, this all came about because he was, yeah, it's tricky, but she wants to make it work. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Monica and Rachel are trying to bribe Ben with ice cream. They're like, oh, if you don't tell him that we banged your head, you can't tell him that we let you eat all this ice cream. It's a desperate attempt. Um, they construct the poking device. They... Thick. Is it? Yes. It's like chopsticks. I, I assumed they were going to take those extra chopsticks you have when you order like sushi or takeout and rip them apart and then like tape them together. So it's going to be one long, like thin thing. But they had like... Six packs. That wouldn't work. Per. It would wilt. It would just collapse onto the street. All right, Mr. Wilderness. Got to be thick. Okay, well, it was. I don't know how they had so many chopsticks, but yeah, man, it was way bigger than I thought. I always thought the geography of where the apartment was, they were like looking out onto like a big, busy street in New York. Like I'm talking like three lanes each way. Yes. But presumably not. I thought it was like an apartment at least across a road. Well, or... we know they're on the corner. We see their apartment. They're on like the corner of like two busy streets. So unless it's like out the back. Because Chandler and Joey's... Because a... <laughs> Chandler and Joey's... Because Chandler and Joey's apartment does look out onto like a thin alleyway. And like in later episodes you see like a guy just across the way basically. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the case with Monica and Rachel's one. No, I guess it's a lot closer than we thought. Because yeah. then you see him. You see... Mm-hmm. We see him, yep, we see his belly. We get our first look at ugly naked guy. He's not that big. I don't he's know why they always big. talk no, about no, him being so fat. He's got a bit of a belly on him, but he's he's alright. Yeah, he's okay. He's just laying there on the ground. He just must be pretty fucking ugly. Guess so. Anyway, they poke him and he kind of swats at it. So he's alive. Good stuff. He's alive! Good stuff. So What many, the hell is he doing then? He's just taking a little nap. For all day? He's just lying in bed watching shit. I don't know. Let the guy leave the guy alone. Chandler makes a very noble gesture. He breaks up with Janice. It's like I'm bowing out. You should be with him. And you know, we get a little bit of insight. He draws from his own experiences. He's like, you know, when my parents were divorced, and whenever they would bring a guy around, I'd be like, you're the reason that they're not together, and I would hate him no matter how nice he was. As I, or how happy he made my dad. Because <laughs> his dad's his dad likes guys as well. His dad's gay, or bi. Well, there's there's more to it than that. But we'll, 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 is we'll, he trans? We'll we'll talk when we get there. What is he? No. Nah, we'll, we'll, but that's a little insight into Chandler's life. Yes, good. And um, yeah, so there's that nice little moment, and you think he's made a very noble gesture, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna miss you," and then like he kind of flips, and he's like. Just kidding, you should pick me. And then she tries to leave and he like grabs onto her leg and like he goes from this noble gesture to making a scene where he's like clutching his, her leg and stealing her shoe. And He only did that because she's like, you're my soulmate basically and I wish we could be together. Yeah. It's pretty, like what are you, how are you supposed to react? Be like, oh, well then if I'm your soulmate, then just let's be yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, I was. What are you supposed to say? I thought it was an even an even thing but if she believes that Chandler's her soulmate then she should stay with Chandler and I wonder if it's just because of their child but even then like yeah you don't want to send a message to your kid to be with someone they don't love as the hard as that is to understand mm-hmm. what it wants Ross notices the bump on Ben's head 
And he's like, oh, Rachel, don't feel bad. You know, it's tough looking after him. She's like, no, it wasn't me. She rats out Monica. So then Ross plays a little trick on her. He's like, oh, she's... He's like missing out letters in the alphabet. And he's walking around like one leg's longer than the other. So Monica kind of freaks out. She realizes he's joking. She chases Ross. Ross bangs his head pretty much at the same spot that Ben does. Good stuff. Quaint. Real funny. That was really hilarious. Roll the credits. We've got Chandler sitting listening to a vinyl of Lionel Richie. Lionel vinyl. Holding Janice's shoe. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. He's like hugging the vinyl. And her shoe. Oh, I didn't notice the shoe. Good spot. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's, he's listening to Lionel Richie because like Janice had referenced it during the breakup. She's like, oh, you're the, I understood what Lionel Richie was singing about. So he's sitting listening to Endless Love. It's a beautiful uh, power ballad. Phoebe comes in, they start singing along. They struggle to hit the, the final high notes. <laughs> they struggle with the harmonies at the end. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. I feel like we should try and sing it. Do you know it? I would need I would need to hear it as I sing it. My love, my endless love. And you would just go above that. Like one octave above? Or like a half step? Sure. Well, I mean I'm a castrato, so I can I can Michael, hit no you want you're me. not. <laughs> You've just never heard me, like, full pelt. Well, here's your opportunity. There's the microphone. Everyone wants to hear it. I don't want to show off. It's a friend's podcast. People don't want to hear me sing. It's fine. Mm -hmm. If you're good at something, never do it for free. And we're not good at podcasting, so that's why we give it away for free. But if you want to hear my sultry tones, you're going to have to pay the big bucks. Well... What do we got going on next time? Well, that's the end of that episode. Next up, Elizabeth. I am not using hyperbole. Hyperbole? Hyperbole. Yep, that too. I'm not using hyperbole. Did you really think it was hyperbole? I couldn't remember. Oh my god, bless. I'm not using hyperbole. People <laughs> have tweeted us asking what my favorite episode is. And my response to those people has generally been the episode we're about to watch next. No way! Season 3, episode 9. Oh my god. The one with the football. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I'm nervous about it though because I haven't seen it in a long time. In my mind, it's it's the episode that comes to mind when I think of my favorite episode. Oh my god. But whether it holds up or not, we'll have to wait and see. I was pleasantly surprised early in the season when the one where no one's ready held up. So I want to see if this one holds up. What about the other one that was kind of with like um, the one with uh, Monica's parents? Wasn't that a good one that you really liked? And she had two parties, one with two parties? That was really good, too. Yeah, I, I would never have considered that one of my favorites. Oh, but that okay. is one that, on be. this watch round, has is, is been one that I've really enjoyed. Mm. The problem with it is, if it does live up to my expectations, it's all downhill from here. But we shall see. <laughs> Hopefully not. Well, I'm excited to pick my favorite episode of all of them. Yes, absolutely. That'll be fun. If you can ever remember them. Oh, there's so many. Yeah. I might have to do it... Maybe at the end of the season, we can recap like which one, which episode is my favorite of the season, and then I can pick from there. Elizabeth, we have been doing that. I picked an episode? I ask you your favorite episode oh, at the dang. end of every season. All right, good. I'm glad you're on Jesus top of this. Christ. I have a lot in my mind. I can't remember everything, good Michael. I think I'm taking diligent notes anyway. So yes, that is coming up next time, so look out for that. Chandler.
You speak like Chandler. Oh, I see. With that, it's probably a, a good as time as any to, to make a wee announcement about our scheduling. We have, for the last six months or so, stuck to releasing two episodes a week on a Sunday and a Thursday. We're getting to a, a, a time in the year where Elizabeth and I are not as readily available to sit down and watch Friends and record and edit the whole things and get them out on, uh, twice a week. So we're probably going to peel back to one episode per week. I think the way we're looking at things right now, it's probably going to be a Thursday release date. But honestly, for the next month or so, it's probably going to be we're going to release it once a week whenever we can, basically. So we're not going to stick too much to a regular schedule. And we hope that doesn't affect people too much. This is only going to be temporary. We will go back to the two episodes a week, probably around the beginning of September. So look out for that. So we are going to slow down the release date a little bit. But um, we'll we'll pick it back up again later in the year. It's it's just kind of unavoidable. I'm getting to a stage where I'm working six days a week and about twelve hours a day, so uh, podcasting kind of has to take a little bit of a backseat. There's a lot of good Netflix shows that have re- been released now for the summer, so people can fill their time. No, that way. no, don't push people to other things, Elizabeth. What? But God, they'll never come back. Yes, they will. Friends is <laughs> classic, right, Michael? Classic. It is a classic show. There's no doubt about it. So yeah, just just to keep everybody aware, that is what our schedule is going to look like for the for the next month and a half or so, the next couple of months. But we will be back to the the two episodes a week. Uh, before you know it, really, it'll fly by, um, and uh, we'll we'll release whenever we can uh, throughout the summer. So with that in mind, we we want to thank you all very much for listening. It has been the Friends to the End podcast with Michael and Elizabeth. She's Elizabeth, I'm Michael. Uh, You can listen to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. If you want to help support the show, you can follow us on Twitter, at FriendsPod. If you want to help us reach a larger audience, you can leave a nice rating and review on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher Radio or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Tell people about us, it helps us reach a larger audience. And spread the word, word of mouth, tell a friend. It's a good way of doing it as well. Elizabeth. Michael. See you next time, I guess. Friends till the end on three? I guess so. One, two, three. Friends Friends till the end. end!